I miss the desert. I miss the sea. I miss waking up every morning. Wondering what wonderful adventure the new day will bring to us. That was from Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. On this episode of Why Watch That. Why Watch That's on a quest to help you find the movies and TV shows you'll love. Buckle in. In 1944, Professor Henry Jones Jr., otherwise known as Indiana, played by Harrison Ford, of course, infiltrates an axis of evil compound in Poland in pursuit of the Lance of Longinus, the blade that pierced Jesus. And his good friend and fellow archaeologist, Basil Shaw, played by Toby Jones, has joined him. But getting to that small sword won't be so easy. Now, as if those theatrics aren't enough, there's Jürgen Voller, played by Mads Mikkelsen, a scientist who also wants the Holy Lance, but for unholy purposes. Those purposes are thwarted, though, just before something even more valuable is discovered, the titular Dial of Destiny. Created by Archimedes, this dial promises to give its bearer the ability to manipulate time, but only half of it's been found. So Voller's just one of many who wants to know where the other half is, because like so many, he's made mistakes. And with this, I will correct them all. You stole it. Then you stole it. And then I stole it. It's called capitalism. But before we get to that blame game, we jump forward to 1969, just as the Apollo astronauts land on the moon. Indy's finishing up his last class before retirement at Hunter College in New York City when someone re-enters his life. And that someone is Helena Shaw, played by Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who's Baz's daughter and Indy's goddaughter. But what's she up to? And what does she want from him? Dad told me you found something on a train during the war. A dial that could change the course of history. Why are you chasing the thing that drove your father crazy? Don't move. We need to get out of here. Stop! Sorry. So as you can see, Indy will have to determine whom he can trust because Helena seems to be out for herself, which means that she's out for profit and she's not alone. Back we go to Voller, who now is henchman, including one named Kleber, played by Boyd Holbrook. And 25 years after that opening encounter on a train, this is what Voller wants. Dr. Jones, get him. How could Voller be in a position to call the shots? Well, he's now backed by the might of the U.S. government, represented by a certain agent played by Seanette Renee Wilson, whom he's using for his own secret nefarious intent. But while Voller wants to see Indy, he doesn't remember that they've met before. You have we met? My memory's a little fuzzy. Are you still a Nazi? Uh, maybe. After all, Voller's the calmest and most logical megalomaniac on the planet so Indy will need to escape his clutches and beat him to capturing both halves of the dial. But to do so, he'll need the help of a certain someone. She'll need his help too, especially when it comes to getting out of tight spots. Who is this man? I'm her godfather. Related. Get back. Now, of course, 
that won't be the only time he'll need to duck. He'll also need the help of his old friends, Ronaldo, played by Antonio Banderas, and Sala, played by John Reese davis if he has any hope of success. I mean, he certainly can't let a scheming diabolical scientist win. But while Sala wants to get back in the saddle like he did in the old days, Indy reminds him that... Those days have come and gone. Perhaps, perhaps not. And with that, before it's all said and done, Indy, Helena, and Voler will need to settle multiple scores as they go from New York to Morocco to Sicily and to other places I won't mention in the pursuit of this mythical world-altering power. But Archimedes hasn't made this quest easy. Oh no, as usual, riddles and obstacles abound. Under the moon, life lies at her feet. Water displacement. their challenges won't just come from down below, they'll also come from up above. And no matter what they have to endure, keep in mind that this will be the end for Indy. But what kind of end exactly? And what happened to his wife, played by Karen Allen, and his son? Well, somehow, through it all, Indiana has always lived to see another day. As he says, A few times in my life I've seen things. I've been tortured with voodoo. Been shot nine times, including once by your father. Ah, sorry. But I've been looking for this all my life. Good old Indiana Jones. We're bringing it, bringing it, uh, bringing it back. And to um, a close. And to like the final version of this story that we've seen a lot. But I, I like Indiana Jones. I will have to say. Um, and if you're wondering, um, it is it is in theaters Friday, um, June the 30th, if you actually want to see it. Um, for nostalgic purposes, like just nostalgia. Did you see the last one with Kate Blanchett? No. See? I didn't even know they had it. I, I only remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Are you serious? <laughs> It is available um, both on Paramount Plus and I believe Disney Plus. What year did that come? Or like, was that like in the 2000s? It was, it was yes, it was. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, not recent, but, mm -hmm. you know, maybe five years ago. I can't, I don't remember. Okay. All right. So, all right. So, all right. So, yeah. yeah, no, I didn't even know that It's happened. It's called The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. That's vaguely familiar. One. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, you saw the first three. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I like, I mean, it's, I don't know, it's Indiana Jones. I mean, you know, you got the whip. I mean, we saw that in the thing. That was kind of cool. I like the whip. Um, and you know, he's, <laughs> he's out here exploring and, you know, <laughs> random, random producer fun fact. At one point in my life, I wanted to be an archaeologist. And I was like, <laughs> so, like Indiana Jones reminds me of my desire to be an archaeologist. <laughs> Would you stop it, please? <laughs> Imagining you as an archaeologist, really, that that made my day. Thank you for that. Not that you couldn't do it, but it would be hilarious. <laughs> All right. So 
let's go through my review and producer. I may have some questions for you as I do as someone who's actually seen the first three. I applaud you for that. <laughs> do you need to see the fourth one? Okay, so this is the first one, producer, where it's not Spielberg and Lucas. Okay. So remember, George Lucas wrote this, created the character. Steven Spielberg, of course, directed it. Mm -hmm. First one, they are just execs. Executive producing. James Mangold is now the director, and I think he co-wrote it. Am I going to look that up? No. Uh, so what I thought. My meta thought here was this is Indiana Jones, the greatest hits. You get all of the expected beats, but that's not necessarily a bad thing if you do it right. So the opening sequence, we have Indian Baz, they infiltrate the Axis, they got the beats right there. Is it anything new? No. You get what you expect, a car chase where Indy's jumping from one to the next. We've seen it before. Do you have that speeding train? You, you know, he's running inside the train. Then, of course, he's going to be on top of the train. All right. But what I did like is with those familiar beats, they add a complication where he's in here with a bunch of Nazis. So he has to pretend to be one of them to get through. Not unfamiliar, but it's a nice wrinkle. And then you have the fun of, oh, are they going to, you know, spot him or not? Right? now. Producer, I don't know if you could tell, but they de-aged Harrison Ford in those scenes. Did you see that? I, I, I don't know how old the man is, so I didn't have a point of reference. He's like 80. Okay. 80, 81, he'll be, or something like that. Got it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, could, I didn't know that they de-aged him. Like, Look yes. like an older man. <laughs> so yeah, so like in those scenes, when he's on the train, it's it's back. Mm. of course during uh world war ii toward the end of that right so it's him it's harrison ford the aged in the face you know how they do it so yes. yeah so he's the one pretending all of that classic classic combination okay you introduce us to the world that way fine then the next major sequence in tangier morocco now i know you hear that and go i would like to see that locale that sounds interesting to me it didn't work as well they bring in Helena, they bring in her ex-fiance, whoever he was, but it was just there for complication's sake. It wasn't like in that first sequence where it was working. Here they were struggling. I didn't find anything really interesting there. It was action without a solid hook. That's when I started going, okay. <laughs> Watching this, I was like, mm, we started fine and now... Mm. And see, the, the problem really here with Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, the fifth and final installment, uh, Harrison Ford, I believe, said that Indiana Jones will die with him. So, okay, because he is involved when they do all of these sequels. He is involved in that, which is nice to know. I just don't think that they commit enough to the familiar indie moments. If you're going to have eels, like those eels in the water that fly out, Producer, you, let's, I'll come back to the eels later. You are going to have this horde of insects, right? That's a part of your movie. How would you put that on the screen for the people? What would you have the insects do with the humans? Just describe 
how you would let that play out. <laughs> so they would come and a little one would, <laughs> it would be one initially. And so one then, like drops down. Yeah, or one oh, and man. then, <laughs> and then there would be others that kind of come like more rapidly. And then at some point there will be this overwhelming amount of, of them on, on the screen. Um, you know, just overpowering and doing all kinds of annoying insect things. So then you have to shift because like we're here, there's all these things, then the, the characters have to get away. So then it opens up the rest of the scene. So that would be my... Yeah. And this mass of insects, where would they be going on people? Maybe up the nose, maybe in the mouth, mm -hmm. maybe in the ear, eyes, mm -hmm. you know, all things like that. There is a sequence when they're insects. It couldn't have lasted a minute. I was like, really? 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 Look at the last crusade, the last one you saw, when he's going through all of the obstacles to get to the Holy Grail. Mm -hmm. Would you milk these moments? And we're all like, oh. <laughs> I could not believe it, actually. Oh, I no. could not. They had them. I was like, here we go. And there it went. <laughs> oh, what? Are you serious? Mm -mm. What are you doing? Hmm. Same thing with the eels in the water. You go, oh, here it comes. Okay, he's diving. Here come the eels. No. No. Hmm. Why? There's a little word in English that is fundamental when it comes to entertainment. Fun. <laughs> These people really know how to suck the fun out of anything. And this is a lot of the reason why a lot of fans of old things that come back get upset. Regardless of what they're saying, regardless of what you're doing, it's no fun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would tell you that the great Sammy Davis Jr. and Golden Boy said, stick around and you'll see some action. Who can tell what the kid will do? They've lost that spirit. Mm, mm. I'm really pulling way you you know, out of stories. <laughs> no idea what that is. <laughs> Where, like, are you, I could not believe it. I really could not believe it. I was like, that's it? Next. Hmm. Now, another problem. We have Voler. Who doesn't love Mads Mikkelsen, especially as a villain? Of course. He, you don't even have to write it. Just put him on the screen. You don't even have to say anything. <laughs> But this whole posse surrounding him was unnecessary at best, awkward at worst. The whole point of this CIA agent butting heads with Kleber, what was it? Hmm. It was a conflict in search of a resolution. The storytelling was less than sharp. The chemistry between the actors was non-existent. Hmm. What are you doing? Why is this here? All we need is Mads alone. If you want to give him one henchman, you know you have the one guy standing behind him. Fine. Mm -hmm. that's, a, that's it. Leave it at that. They're not going to have more time with the eels and the insects. What, what are you doing? When it comes to Phoebe, Phoebe's going to do Phoebe. You know what you're going to get with that quirkiness. It worked pretty well here. I do like how they didn't try to make her replace Indiana. That was smart. She's a complication that he has to deal with. Great. And he's still the one, like you saw with the dial, when, when they start going in and he's like, hey, you know, it's water displacement. It, 
Good. So it's not like, okay, she's replacing him. It's an additive. And I think some of the more successful moments were when she and Harrison had to use their wits, of course, to get out of sticky situations or know how to forge ahead. So I think their team did work. They just don't have enough fun, excitement. Now, John Reese Davis and Antonio Banderas, they should have been given a whole lot more. Why cast Antonio to do something any old actor could do? You could put me in the same role. It would not have made a difference. I went to the screening with my mother, producer. I brought her with me. And at the end, I said, did you see Antonio Banderas? She said, what? <laughs> I said, yeah, you know, he was in the movie. He was? I was like, yes. I was like, see, exactly. Exactly. Wow. You, If you weren't told it, I bet a whole bunch of people would miss it. Now that I've said it, or if you read the credits, uh, the opening credits, you try to look for them. I was like, really? This is what you? He has nothing special to do. Nada. Okay. Now, at least for John, he's brought back for nostalgia's sake. He was in Last Crusade the last time, was not in the last movie. Okay, some nostalgia, like you were saying. Just like Karen Allen brought back now as Indy's wife. But her reappearance does have something to do with an important part of the plot. It, it's all about Indy needs a reason to want to go home. I'm not giving anything away. You have to watch it to know what that means. So, okay. But, it, like, really... Look, you can save some money and cast anybody in that role. If you're paying Antonio Banderas, give him something to do. He's going to do it. Anything. I mean, heck, have him do a dance. So I don't know, something. Bring Puss in Boots out. <laughs> Let him do a tango with Puss in Boots. I don't know. <laughs> now, Indy himself, Harrison Ford. Of course, he can play this role in his sleep. I do like that they had a bit of fun de-aging him because he's still doing it. He's still agile enough to do that. He still has the physicality to do that. I just wish that James Mangold was as nimble as he is in the construction of this film. They could have tightened this up. I anticipate some people will just fall asleep at some point play up the lore surrounding the dial even more. That's part of the Indiana stuff I do like is the artifacts. They're interesting. What's going on behind them. We know it's ridiculous. Play it up. And then you'll give the punch to this film that it needs. As it is, it's passable summer entertainment. A bolder treatment would have made it a fitting end to the film series. It lacks the flat out excitement of Raiders of the Lost Ark. It lacks the disgusting bonkers thrill of the Temple of Doom. Talk about some insects and stuff there. And it lacks the anchor of Ford and Connery from The Last Crusade, along with what I mentioned before. It's closer to the quality of what you missed, producer, the last film, The Kingdom of the, of the Crystal Skull. That one had a good closing action sequence. This one has a good opening one. And that's it. That's about it. So with that said, producer, I know you ain't going to the theater to see this. Would you, though? Would you watch it if it's streaming? Because it will be at some point. Again, all four films are on Paramount Plus, and I think it's Disney Plus as well. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I stream this for sure. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are we gonna do nowadays? I don't know. Everything is about recouping money. It's annoying because it could be I don't know to 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 see what was done years ago with this franchise and then where we like evolve with technology now. We'll be interested to really see like what does it look like and how cool it how cool it could be. So to hear that it's like kind of anticlimactic for the last episode is kind of sad. Yep, that is the word anticlimactic and we'll end on that cliffhanger with this review thanks for joining us for up-to-date info and to share what's on your watch list be sure to follow us on facebook instagram youtube and tiktok at why watch that and on twitter at wwt radio also you can visit us at whywatchthat.com. and while you're at it Don't forget to go ahead and rate Why Watch That Radio on iTunes. Let's keep the conversation going. 